The summer of 2024 will mark the 80th anniversary of the liberation of Europe, D-Day. But what happened in the hours leading up to the invasion in London from Churchill and Eisenhower's perspective? How did the troops feel as they crossed the channel from Portsmouth to Normandy? And what was it like liberating the City of Light, Paris? We will retrace these steps in June of 2024, and on July 4th, stand in the American Cemetery and honor those who fell. Would you join us? We have only limited seats available. Kevin McCullough asking you to personally come. Colette handles the details like flights, most meals, hotels, and local experiences. Your job is to just have the time of your life. So go to thatkevintour.com and check out the trip for yourself. Thatkevintour.com. Thatkevintour.com. Or call 1-800-581-8942 or thatkevintour.com. Are you or a loved one battling cancer? Discover Oasis of Hope, an alternative treatment hospital where faith and medicine combine for effective healing. Listen to this testimonial from Michelle Tucker, a cancer victor. The third time I was diagnosed with breast cancer, it had spread to my pancreas, and my doctor had given me four weeks to live. I went to Oasis of Hope, and six years later, I am alive and well. Michelle's story is replicated hundreds of times over, including in the McCullough household. Hi, Kevin McCullough. I thoroughly endorse the Oasis of Hope, and I think you'll find the help that you're looking for. Call 888-500-4673 for a medical consultation and free magazine. Call 888-500-4673. That's 888-500-4673. Oasis of Hope does not guarantee specific outcomes or results. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, we always talk about how to keep your immune system on the healthy uh, it's your most important defense against most of the uh, wellness maladies that are out there right now. And when you talk about the little ingredients that help you the most, vitamin B12, vitamin C, vitamin D, and some zinc, you can get all of that in one place. An all-natural supply of BC Boost will help your body boost your antioxidants and fight those diseases. Uh, antioxidants like vitamin C, which helps strengthen your body's natural defense mechanisms uh, powerful antioxidants help harmful free ra- uh, neutralize harmful free radicals and help fight infections and oxidate stress and support a healthy immune system all the way around stay protected by getting your own bc boost with bc boost go to bcboost.com that's bcboost.com bcboost.com The summer of 2024 will mark the 80th anniversary of the liberation of Europe, D-Day. But what happened in the hours leading up to the invasion in London from Churchill and Eisenhower's perspective? How did the troops feel as they crossed the channel from Portsmouth to Normandy? And what was it like liberating the City of Light, Paris? We will retrace these steps in June of 2024 and on July 4th stand in the American Cemetery and honor those who fell. Would you join us? We have only limited seats available. Kevin McCullough asking you to personally come. Colette handles the details like flights, most meals, hotels, and local experiences. Your job is to just have the time of your life. So go to thatkevintour.com and check out the trip for yourself. Thatkevintour.com. Thatkevintour.com. Or call 1-800-581-8942 or thatkevintour.com. 
listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, breaking news as it happens, what it means, and why it matters. Coming up, we've got a very important set of discussions. Kelsey Bowler weighs in on the debate from last night. Dr. Michael Youssef joins me on a new project he's involved with. And Shelly Goldberg with some parenting helps. Stay here. Something interesting is happening with this. Kevin McCullough, let me start with you. I found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. The big guy has come out of nowhere. Kevin McCullough. I just want to help people think. Nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. And he's playing the role as, uh, as well as anybody could. Kevin McCullough is a nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. The odds are he's right. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, ladies and gentlemen, my next guest is making a return appearance to That Kevin Show. She was with us last spring as we were talking about the uh, Slave Liberation Project with Christian Solidarity International. But she has since had a baby, (laughs) taken the summer to welcome that new life into uh, this world, and she is still fighting the good fight with the Independent Women's Forum and the Independent Women's Voice. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Kelsey Bowler. Hello, lady. Hey, Kevin. It is so great to be back. How are you holding up? Well, I appreciate that question. I'm not going to pull a Meghan Markle and start crying on you. Thank uh, you. Because <laughs> I am nothing but blessed to have three adorable little babies. My oldest one just just turned four, so it's definitely a handful. Honestly, um, it, it is good to hear your voice again. I always appreciate the opportunity to chat with you. Yeah. Well, the reason that I feel like your voice is so important is because you've spent much of the last two to three, four years reporting on things that nobody else has. And in fact, had it not been for a lot of your legwork, uh, even for the Independent Women's Forum, the country would not have a, a really vital go-to resource in terms of uh, the story of what's happening with kids that are detransitioning from uh, the transitioning path that they were on and this story is as vital as anything and it and it plays into the larger story which is the educational process in our country the attack on parents the lack of of uh, parental sovereignty in their own home and being able to make the, the most important decisions for and with their kids and i want to start not on that topic but on the topic of the debate if that's what you could call it this week that went down, uh, it was, and I, I have very strong feelings about this, Kelsey. I think these debates are a waste of time. There seems to be almost nothing of substance that is being communicated and, and put out there in terms of the biggest challenges our country is facing, whether it be national security or domestic policy, and in this case, the issue of parents. So let me ask you, from the standpoint of what you've seen from the debates, particularly the one this week, where is the rest of the Republican field on trying to uh, protect parents and bring back into some sort of accountability the state versus the parents when it comes to their children? Yeah, well, first off, I am with you. I think it's time 
that Republicans consider a new debate format where we can have more substance. Uh, so much of the media has turned to new media platforms like your own, like podcasts, which you can have a much more um, a, a debate filled with much more substance. So I think a lot of us would like to uh, move in that direction. Um, that said, we we did uh, fortunately get a question about gender ideology and the subversion of parental rights in the classroom, in the public school system, and even some private schools. Um, it was good to hear most of Republicans, um, you know, a pushback on that, take the right stance that uh, parents deserve or to know what's going on in their children's classrooms. And of course, if there's anything regarding their child's mental health happening, they need to know that's pretty basic. Um, I, I think Doug Bergram could have been actually stronger on this. We know he didn't actually um, implement policies protecting parents in his own state. I do think he is weaker on that issue. To be honest, I don't think he has much of a shot um, at becoming president anyways, but he is, a, he is a figure. He could become a cabinet member, and it's important for the entire Republican Party to understand the extent of what's happen, happening in this space, because sometimes I ask myself, you know, are we paying, are, are we paying too much attention to these individuals who identify as transgender um, and detransitioners, which proportionately are a pretty um, small group of the American population. But what gender ideology ultimately is, is a subversion of truth. It's not just about this small population that identifies as, as, as transgender um, or non-binary, whatever it is these days. It's the effect that it's having on all children. Um, you don't have to have a biological male competing on a women's team to already be realizing the effects that this ideology is having on that team when coaches are are no longer allowed to refer to girls as girls and, um, you know, have to toe this politically correct line. It's really an, an all attempt to erase womanhood. And it has a serious effect on girlhood, on, on, on our young girls' um, development and in future. That's why I think that Republicans, by and large, deserve more than one question about this in a debate. I feel like... It is not just an attack on parents. It's an attack on women, as you just pointed out. And it's, and it's an attack on the, uh, the, the, the children of our nation, which do not belong to the state. They belong to we, their parents that are responsible for them legally before the law, morally before God. This, this is, they're, they're interfering in, in areas and ways that, that we've never allowed before. And what I would like to see more of is, a a very direct laying of all of this at the feet of Joe Biden. He came into office and in one of his first moves insisted upon that this gender ideology would be spread throughout the public school system. And he threatened tax dollars to districts that wouldn't go along with it. This has been something that was forced into the conversation by the other side as radically as it possibly could be. Absolutely. And that's why on the debate stage, we do need to see Republicans taking a strong stance against this. I certainly support federalism, which uh, was a piece of the response that we heard in the debate this week. Um, it's, you know, states do have a responsibility here to implement these policies when it comes the right, the correct policies when it comes to education. But again, the, the subversion that is 
happening uh, is so drastic and such an attack on basic family formation that it is absolutely necessary that any GOP leader be speaking about this issue with clarity, with moral authority and without fear. I think that is part of the reason Ron DeSantis, um, you know, has the platform that he does. And we we want to see him continue um, with that stance. We heard uh, recently on an interview with Megyn Kelly, former President Donald Trump, you know, had kind of a strange response when asked, can a man become a woman? Um, that shouldn't, you shouldn't have to think about that answer. Of course, a man cannot become a woman and vice versa. That said, I do think Trump as well has, um, input, you know, had good policies. He is on the right side of this. Um, he perhaps just needs to work on his response a little bit. <laughs> I think we need to bludgeon Biden with it. And I just think we need to let every parent and every uh, woman know that his policies are working to undermine uh, women's safety and parental and family units. It's somebody who identify, you know, in his administration, we have a male who identifies as a woman who is encouraging medicalization of children. And that individual um, waited to pursue the medical path until he had his own biological children. What he's doing is taking that ability away from children who uh, we know if they do pursue this path, their fertility, their ability to have any sort of normal sex life is very much That's at a risk. vital point that you're making right there. And it's right. Um, and the left, I just don't think, has um, a deep love for children. I'm sorry. People convince me otherwise. Uh, I haven't seen it. Uh, Kelsey Bowler, it is so good to see you. Thank you for being back with us. And we'll talk to you again real soon. Thank you, Kevin. You got it. Kevin McCullough, don't go away. This is the Duck Commander, Phil Robertson. Get your Bible out, Revelation chapter 12, verse 11. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. Well, they made a movie about my testimony called The Blind. It's in theaters starting September the 28th. If you or someone you know thinks they're beyond redemption, go see my story. Get your tickets today at theblindmovie.com. This film is rated PG-13 and may be inappropriate for children under 13. I was a child when I was abducted by the Arabs. My parents used to own livestock and my mother would do all the cooking for us. I don't remember the year that I was captured. There had never been any problems in our village. Then one day, all of a sudden, we heard that there were Arabs attacking Dinka villages throughout the south. We were so worried we could not even sleep at night. It was a big concern to my mother and my father. We were told that these Arabs were heavily armed and would kill all the animals and people when they would attack. We were very scared. Then one morning, they attacked our village. We scattered in different directions and I ran, but I was captured. My entire village was burned down and I've never seen a member of my family since. Then I was taken north, into slavery. My eyes saw horrific things on that trip to the north. Women were raped, right in front of us. Men were beaten, and four men were killed because they tried to fight back. They were shot dead before our eyes. 
Once at the slave master's house, I was pretty much starved and worked brutal hours every single day doing difficult and very, very hard work. There was no relief. And then, they raped me. My slave master did not think of me as a human. He would not even let me go to the hospital when I fell sick. And one day, I heard that there was a slave retriever from CSI close by. How I wanted to be free. That retriever secured my freedom. And thank God, I was able to return to South Sudan. Thank you to each of you who helped the slaves be free. But please don't stop until we get them all. And may I just add that we are so thankful that you have been part of the team that has helped us liberate more than 45 slaves this year already. Of the 192 that are on the list, 45 of them uh, have been liberated, and we have more that we are about to embark upon to do. You may know the violence in, in Sudan is very dangerous right now, and yet our slave liberators are more committed than ever to getting them out. Uh, to get them to safety and to get them to uh, be reunited with their family. If you'd like to help us, here's the number, 888-342-1010, or go to bringherhome.org for all the details. Bringherhome.org, bringherhome.org. Help us put an end to slavery in this lifetime, 888-342-1010. The summer of 2024 will mark the 80th anniversary of the liberation of Europe, D-Day. But what happened in the hours leading up to the invasion in London from Churchill and Eisenhower's perspective? How did the troops feel as they crossed the channel from Portsmouth to Normandy? And what was it like liberating the City of Light, Paris? We will retrace these steps in June of 2024, and on July 4th, stand in the American Cemetery and honor those who fell. Would you join us? We have only limited seats available. Kevin McCullough asking you to personally come. Colette handles the details like flights, most meals, hotels, and local experiences. Your job is to just have the time of your life. So go to thatkevintour.com and check out the trip for yourself. Thatkevintour.com. Thatkevintour.com. Or call 1-800-581-8942 or thatkevintour.com. Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, my next guest is someone that I am always thrilled to be able to talk to because not only has he lived a life of longevity with one simple message to his uh, to to his life and to his uh, ministry and his calling on this uh, planet, but he does so with winsomeness, with a smile, with a en- word of encouragement. And he does so in a way that causes people to think. I'm talking about the author of the brand new book, How to Read the Bible as If Your Life Depends on It, Dr. Michael Youssef. Hello, sir. Hello, Kevin. So good to see you. Last time we were able to be together, it was in person in studio. But man, that was before COVID and a whole bunch of other stuff has gone. I know. Um, We're going to get into the context of your book. How to yes. Read the Bible, and the subtitle is all important, as if yeah. your life depends on it. Um, right. But I want to give us some context for this book first. Sure. You well, you, you minister in Atlanta, and yep. you are in a very, very um, 
active community state, one that's important to the next presidential election. There's all kinds yeah. of things that are crisscrossed right outside your your church's doorsteps. Yep. Um, what do you make of where we are in 2024 right now? Well, it's a big mess, <laughs> to, to say the least. For us, at least from our eyes, uh, it's a mess. But from God's eyes, it is not. Hmm. He's got it all worked out. He's got the plan. He's Nobody can thwart his plans. But from a human point of view, still you cannot help but feel uh, that a state that has been for 20 years really becoming conservative, becoming uh, very uh, thoughtful in their approach. They moved a long way away from the old days. And then all of a sudden, uh, the, the kind of the, 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 the bottom fell off the uh, bag. And, and, uh, and then with the, I'm told there are about 100,000 moving in here every month. Wow. And they're coming from your way. <laughs> and, and sadly, you know, the message sometimes I give when I'm locally, I tell them, I said, look, you come here. Don't turn it into the places that you left <laughs> because, <laughs> because that's a mess. You well, left you're running away and, from one thing. Why would you want to take it with you? Exactly. And, uh, so, but the, 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 the state, I was just having, uh, lunch today with one of the leaders of the state government and the state is changing, uh, particularly the Atlanta. Now the rest of Georgia is remaining stalwart and strong, but the city of Atlanta where that influx of uh, others who are coming in from other parts of the country is, is really changing. Uh, we haven't been able to get a Republican senator elected in the last three years. Well, Dr. Youssef, uh, as you know, I'm, I'm not, uh, a hardcore Republican or Democrat. I want, I want not, godliness yep. and common sense to, to Amen. take hold. But I do not believe that the parties are neutral on very important issues. And so therefore right. I tend to sound like I'm more one than the other for sure. But let right. me ask you about this. And I think it's something that the nation's grappling with. I wrote a piece for town hall on Sunday that talked about 5.9 million people coming into our country we don't yeah. know where they're from we don't know who they're who they are and yeah. as many as 1.8 million of those have come across without any without even being stopped just getting away right. into the influx of the country now you yeah. you're egyptian by background right. you have, you very care very much about the middle east you were yeah. here on 911 you know what has gone on in our country yeah. we without a, a is there a christian ethic to a southern border being established Absolutely. I think uh, laws uh, and government that are given by God, according to Romans 13, to protect the citizenry. In fact, the federal government has only two roles, is to protect uh, the citizens and defend them, and, and none of the other stuff that has in increased by, with time. But I can tell you, and I speak as an immigrant, when I immigrated to this country, I had to, and my family, we had to go through uh, medical examination, not by our doctor, local doctor that we go to, but the embassy, the American embassy doctor. Uh, we had to prove that uh, we have clearance from the tax department that we owe no taxes in the country that we're in. We had to prove a police report that we have no records, police records in the countries we come from. All of that, and when you think about it, I had to sign an affidavit 
Now, I've never been involved with a communist party or a communist uh, 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 apparatus. Yeah. yeah. And all of that was fine. We, we, I never complained. I thought it was wonderful and because that's what a country's supposed to be, is protecting their citizens. But when you open a border under the guise of compassion, that's not compassion, especially when you bring in criminals in order, I mean, imagine me as a father. I would open my door to criminals to come into my house where, you know, my family is not protected. That's, I would be very irresponsible. In fact, I, I would be a, a, a partner in crime. And that is what is happening to us as a nation. God gave us a government in order to protect the citizenry. Now we're opening the door and said, criminals, come in here, attack the citizens, loot the shops, do whatever you want to do, there are no consequences. And that is absolutely a miscarriage of responsibility and justice for any nation. It doesn't matter which nation, any nation. And all nations have laws that we are saying, let the lawless come in and destroy our country. We're speaking with Dr. Michael Youssef, who is the uh, senior pastor at the Church of the Apostles in Atlanta, Georgia, and has a wonderful media ministry. He's heard coast to coast on leading the way uh, every single day, including here in New York City uh, and on many of the Salem stations that would be associated with the Salem News Channel. Uh, Dr. Youssef, let me ask you another question before we get into the discussion of your book, and that is, uh, in this coming election, there's going to be a lot said. In fact, California just passed uh, a law yesterday. The governor of California signed it into law. They are going to fine schools that choose to take out books from their library that deal with critical race theory in an offensive way or or more or less pornographic in terms of what yeah. they have in them. And by that, friends, I'm not I'm not overstating this. These are literally no. books where if parents take them to school board meetings and try to read them to the school board, they right. get shut down and escorted out of the meeting because they're That's so right. profane. But the governor of California is saying he will not let them be taken out of school libraries, and he's going to fine the school districts if they try to. Dr. Youssef, what is this? It's satanic. That's all it is. From our Christian point of view, it's it's pure satanic activities. The destruction of the family is Satan's desire from day one. He destroyed the marriage of Adam and Eve by having rebel against God and he has been trying to do this ever since. He's First of all, of course, he's trying to have a, a, a conduct a coup d'etat to unseat God from his throne. And then he got thrown out of heaven with third of the angelic being. And they are creating havoc. Hmm. And I really believe that Satan is now sensing that his time coming to an end. And he does not know the times. Even Jesus said he did not. And only the Father knows the moment where the world's going to end. But he senses it. He, he, he can read the tea leaves, of it, as it were. And he feels that his time is coming to an end. And therefore, he is intensifying his activities and turning the very government that we need, we need to protect us to work against us and against our children. The interesting thing about that statement right there is that it sets us up to come back from this next break and talk about why you need to read the Bible as though your life depends on it. Dr. Michael Youssef, stay here. This is the Duck Commander Phil Robertson. Get your Bible out, Revelation chapter 12, verse 11. 
and they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. Well, they made a movie about my testimony called The Blind. It's in theaters starting September the 28th. If you or someone you know thinks they're beyond redemption, go see my story. Get your tickets today at theblindmovie.com. This film is rated PG-13 and may be inappropriate for children under 13. Balance of Nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. I'm older and I have more energy, just like all the commercials that I see on TV. So it really is a help uh, to my well-being. I'm 80 years old. I clean up after 450 kids in a cafeteria for three hours. And then I clean 300 steps. And then I, I vacuum carpets and clean halls in five hours because you know, for an 80-year-old, that's a lot to do. And I still have energy after work. I consider it a, a great success. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature. For a limited time this summer, get $25 off your first order as a preferred customer, plus a free fruits and veggies travel set with free shipping and our money-back guarantee. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code KMC. Are you or a loved one battling cancer? Discover Oasis of Hope, an alternative treatment hospital where faith and medicine combine for effective healing. Listen to this testimonial from Michelle Tucker, a cancer victor. The third time I was diagnosed with breast cancer, it had spread to my pancreas, and my doctor had given me four weeks to live. I went to Oasis of Hope, and six years later, I am alive and well. Michelle's story is replicated hundreds of times over, including in the McCullough household. Hi, Kevin McCullough. I thoroughly endorse the Oasis of Hope, and I think you'll find the help that you're looking for. Call 888-500-4673 for a medical consultation and free magazine. Call 888-500-4673. That's 888-500-4673. Oasis of Hope does not guarantee specific outcomes or results. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest-growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night, and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. Hi, Kevin McCullough. I want to talk to you about immune systems. You know, that part of you that helps you fight off things like the common cold, which happens to be a coronavirus, COVID-19, RSV, other upper respiratory infections. Plus, maybe you feel, uh, I don't know, worn down or stressed out. 
Maybe you need help regulating blood pressure or insulin. Did you know that vitamin D3 does all of that? Vitamin D is not really a vitamin. It's a different type of substance. Your body actually helps make it when sunshine is exposed. But it also plays a very big role in your immune system. And if you have autoimmune dysfunction... It even helps you in that regard. Get your D3 all you need by taking BC Boost. Dr. Jeanette Nishwat's uh, little creation, BC Boost. It's a combination of B12, vitamin C, vitamin D, and a little bit of zinc to help you stay immune positive. That's bcboost.com. bcboost.com. Obliterating confusion, amplifying truth, and pursuing clarity. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us and honored to have my friend and someone who I really uh, esteem as a mentor in some ways. Uh, I get to hear him on the radio in New York City every single day, but he's heard on hundreds of stations across the country. He's seen on television. Leading the way is his broadcast ministry. He's a pastor in the Atlanta, Georgia area, which has been the center point of much controversy and a lot of focus in the last uh, few years. And so I just think he's a prophetic voice for a very important time. And Dr. Dr. Michael Youssef, you have written a new book. It comes out on November 7th. It's titled How to Read the Bible as If Your Life Depends on It. That's a little apocalyptic, don't you think? It is, and deliberately so, because I used to be part of the mainline denominations, and I left when we lost the battle for the Bible. Once the undermining of the scripture and started with all kinds of your interpretation, now they they deny it altogether. Now that same argument that I experienced or, or lived 40 years ago, that I'm reliving it with the evangelical churches. They get mega churches uh, all over the country who are telling people, well, you can't really uh, defend the Bible and therefore uh, you don't defend it. Uh, and And the truth is, this book has taken me 52 years to write in reality because it, it basically, it's a condensing of my entire life and ministry and my conviction of the authority of the Word of God as inspired by the Holy Spirit as infallible Word of God. Of course, the Bible exposes people's failures and sin and judgment and so forth. Those are things that are important. Bible doesn't take the characters and wash them and uh, starch them and put them in a cellophane paper and put them on a pedestal and said, now be like that. No, they show us warts and all. So the Bible is trustworthy and must be believed if a person is going to be eternally saved and making it to heaven must do what Jesus did. He affirmed the authority of the Old Testament, which was his Bible. He quoted Noah. He quoted from Jonah. He quoted from Daniel. He basically said, I came to complete the Old Testament. I often say the Old Testament is like a house but lacks a roof. And so the New Testament is that roof that makes that house complete. And so those who are going around in the evangelical world saying, let's dump the Old Testament, it's like going and say, your your building is a beautiful building, but the foundation, we can't see it, we don't need it, let's bomb it. Well, how long would the building stay? I've spoken with pastors here in the New York area, Dr. Youssef, and 
It's interesting because people that are scriptural centric um, are having a bit of an explosion in ministry right now. And I don't think that there's a mystery as to why. I think it's because the world is such a mess that people are turning to places where they can get actual truth and have actual power from that truth impact their actual lives and see actual change in people that they that they didn't see or didn't believe would happen, et cetera, et cetera. Then you have people like the ones you're describing who are wanting yeah. to untether themselves, and they may yeah. be mega churches now, but I, I, I question if they stay on yeah. this path what their influence will be in 5, 10, 15 years, because generally when you unplug from the power source, yeah. you generally lose the energy behind the power that drives you. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. As I call it, they're digging a hole, and the more they dig, the more they are buried in that hole. And unfortunately, but you're exactly right, it's just a matter of time. And maybe God is already starting to separate the sheep from the goats hmm. uh, and the wheat from the chaff. Maybe the separation already begun. But regardless of that, I think you're exactly right. It's just a matter of time when the the genuine believers, those who know and love Jesus, are going to say, I am t- I'm not going to put up with this. I need to go where I people who trust the Word of God to be the Word of God. Well, and from the standpoint that the Word of God is powerful and effective and changes lives and changes hearts, when you, again, unplug the power source, yeah. change stops happening. And I would think that in a world that's as mixed up as we are right now, right. people would want things to be different. That's what they're looking for. That's why they're looking for that hope. If someone doesn't read the Bible presently, what would yeah. your invitation be to them? Well, this is the, what actually drove me to, to write the book, because 10% of believers, so, so Christians, read the Bible daily. 18% read it uh, maybe once or twice a week. Now I'm saying, how can you say, I am breathing uh, today, so I'm not going to breathe tomorrow? And that biblical illiteracy, really, it's what brings us full circle to what we started with. It's biblical illiteracy that's bringing this kind of mess that we're in morally, psychologically, spiritually, sociologically. And therefore, I am pleading with people everywhere, please read my book. But don't ever use any of my books as a substitute for the Word of God. This book is going to make you so excited, so enthusiastic about reading the Word of God that you will never stop reading the Word of God. That's really the purpose of the book. That's powerful. Dr. Youssef, it's far too long in between our visits. Thanks for stopping by. My pleasure. Thank you, Kevin. You got it. The summer of 2024 will mark the 80th anniversary of the liberation of Europe, D-Day. But what happened in the hours leading up to the invasion in London from Churchill and Eisenhower's perspective? How did the troops feel as they crossed the channel from Portsmouth to Normandy? And what was it like liberating the City of Light, Paris? We will retrace these steps in June of 2024, and on July 4th, stand in the American Cemetery and honor those who fell. Would you join us? We have only limited seats available. Kevin McCullough asking you to personally come. Colette handles the details like flights, most meals, hotels, and local experiences. Your job is to just have the time of your life. So go to thatkevintour.com and check out the trip for yourself. Thatkevintour.com. Thatkevintour.com. Or call 1-800-581-8942 or thatkevintour.com. 
For those of you that know, we have been doing all that we can to help liberate human trafficking and human slaves uh, with Christian Solidarity International this year. It's our annual cause, and we have 192 names of women that need our assistance this year. Uh, women that have experienced some excruciating things. And I want to say thank you to those of you that have already called, 888-342-1010. We have helped liberate uh, more than a dozen now this year. But I want to tell you the story of Ayak. Ayak uh, was born in northern Sudan. She was born into slavery. Her mother and father had been taken from South Sudan when they were just young kids. Uh, And she grew up as a slave's uh, child. She saw her mother regularly be beaten by her Arab slave master. Then there was the day that her father was told to go to the farm to work, but because of how sick he was, he physically couldn't walk. His master got so angry at him, he said, you dirty, dirty, dirty dog, if you don't go to the farm, you will die. He couldn't walk, so the Arab master shot my father dead right in front of me, says Ayak when she tells her story later. Uh, As she was growing up and getting a little bit older, that master sold her out to another master who raped her repeatedly, who forced her to uh, commit uh, genital mutilation on herself, and who told her that uh, she would not get to keep the children that she had from that slave master. Uh, She would do hard work every day, carry water, long distances, uh, clean clothing, clean things in the house, uh, take abuse from the Arab master's wife. She said, I have seen so many slaves in the area who face the same thing as me. She said, but then one day a retriever found me. I was walking to the well to fetch water. He asked me to leave and go with him. His name was Osman Bashir, and he had many men with him. They took me to his camp and brought me back to South Sudan. Friends, that's the story of an actual liberation of an actual slave. And that's the people that we help when you call 888-342-1010. There are 175 women that we know we can yet save this year. We just need your help. 888-342-1010. 888-342-1010. Help us liberate every slave right now. For $250, you not only affect their liberation, but you set them up with everything they need for a new life uh, in their home in South Sudan, uh, including grain, seed, utensils, uh, other things that they need to create uh, a life for themselves. And you do it when you call 888-342-1010. Or go to bringherhome.org. If it's happening in New York or across the globe, learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, friends, uh, Shelly Goldberg is back with us and we are talking about, uh, on the Parenting Express every week. We're just, we're just taking simple little things that you can do to become a better parent, uh, and, and help you manage the whole task of parenting a little bit better. Shelly, I was thinking about you earlier in the show when Kelsey Bowler was with me and, you know, she's just had her third and she's got three now under four. Um, and you know, we, we forget some of us that have gotten a little ways down the path, just how sometimes it seems overwhelming, uh, for parents to face the, uh, the idea of parenthood. Um, but that's why we do this. We do this to help people. Um, and you started a series last uh, time we were together on the whole issue of stress. And I, I can't wait to talk about uh, the next chapter. 
Well, thank you, Kevin. This is something we're going to revisit uh, over and over again because uh, the stress levels are just through the roof. Right. You know, whether it's the economy, I mean, just even going back to school in September for kids, that's overwhelming. Uh, it's overwhelming for mom and dad. You can only imagine what it's like for your kids. So we're going to come up with tips. We're going to share them with your audience and we'll dip in and out of this throughout the year. Uh, here are ways to de-stress your kids, mom and dad, and also to de-stress yourself. Number one, just ask. Ask your kids. When you're feeling overwhelmed, stressed, anxious, if you ask Jonathan, for example, Kevin, he might say to you, you know, Dad, when I ride my bike, I forget everything. <laughs> That's what I love to do the best. <laughs> so ask and observe. And that toolbox is worth a fortune. Because that's where you can help kind of motivate your kids, move them. You know, when you see that they're stressed out by life, by everything that's going on, you can remember that Jonathan loves to ride his bike or he loves to, you know, to sit down with a box of Legos. So, again, just ask and observe. That's number one. Number two, you want to teach your kids to have a positive mindset. And this is going to go on for a lifetime, but certainly until they're 18 years of age. What does that mean? You want to teach them to identify what they can and cannot control. You can't control the COVID pandemic, but you can control taking care of your health, getting a great night's sleep, eating healthy. If you don't like your friends, you can control making a decision that you're going to go and attempt to make new friends. So learning the difference between what you can and cannot control. Also, you want to teach your kids to see that there's good there's something good happening in everything, even something that's stressing them out. You want, it's almost teaching them reflexive, reflexively to ask themselves, there's got to be something good in this. Mm. What's the good in this? And sit down and help them find out what it is. Three, teach your kids that to add the word yet to the end of a sentence. So when your son Jonathan says, dad, I don't get it. I don't get this math. You say, Jonathan, you don't get it yet. So by adding yet, it's, I know that's, you're frustrated now, you're stressed out now, there's anxiety now, but, but repetition, we're going to keep moving. You're, you're, you're having them reach for the positives. Or you want to make sure that by the end of the day, there's creativity in the McCullough household. Because creativity is a great de-stressor. So what do I mean by that? By the end of the day, ask yourselves, did my kids, did they write a short story? Did they sing? Did they dance in the living room? Paint? Do some woodworking? There should be some kind of creative activity that occurred with your children and even with yourself and your wife, the missus, by the end of the day. Five, use your hands. People who knit and crochet, Kevin, report a heck of a lot less stress. Uh, that's why, you know, I, I, I know that when I'm, when I'm feeling stressed, I immediately find myself doing housework because it's, it's very de-stressing because I'm using my hands. So you want to teach your kids, whether it's cooking, Lego building, robotics, helping dad paint a fence, petting the dog. Anything with your hands is going to bring down the stress level. Number six, talking to someone. That brings down stress. Now, that sounds easy enough, but the important po point here is that with children, talking to them in the right way is what works. And that means 
not looking at them in the eye the way you would with an adult. When you're with an adult, you want them to look at you. You feel you're being seen and heard. Children often do a heck of a lot better if it's side by side. If you're engaged in an activity, driving in the car, raking the leaves, that's when kids feel more comfortable kind of letting go and telling you how, how they're feeling. So you have to do it in the, in the child's way as opposed to the way two adults would do it. Seven, try to reduce uh, stress. Try and keep the schedule simple or try and keep the schedule busy. What do I mean that, by that? So you have to know your kids. For one kid, they need the, the, the schedule to be reduced and simple. For the other kid, the more activities, the better. Number eight, allow choices in your house. When kids feel they have choices, they feel have, they have control over their environment. And sometimes kids are stressed out because they feel they don't have enough control over their environment. So you might say to your kids, you want to go to sleep at nine o'clock or nine ten? Do you want pizza or do you want spaghetti? But whenever you can build in choices, even though you know the choices really, you know, are not that very different. Nine or nine fifteen is not different. But to a younger child, that might seem like a really big difference. And number nine, in the end, find find humor everywhere you can during the day because humor reduces stress, whether it's telling a joke, uh, finding the silliness in events, watching a silly movie together. Great website, Kevin. It's handling stress slash coping skills for kids dot com. CopingSkillsForKids.com, great website uh, where there's more information and some of these tips came from. Your thoughts? Well, I think that um, all of these make sense on so many different levels. And I will say that if you have kids that are already creatively wired, that that getting them to do something creative every day really is uh, important. Um, so I think that the idea of aiming for one little creative thing that they can express themselves in some fashion, you know, before the end of the day, I think that I've, I'd never heard that one, but I think that one makes a lot of sense. And I really love what you said about talking to kids side by side. I know that that's really true for mine. Um, when they are sitting in the, um, front seat of the car with me and they're all, they're all tall enough and old enough to be able to do that. They love sitting in that, uh, in that chair next to mine because they, they just start yapping. They just literally launch into conversations. Whoever's in the front seat gets to talk to dad. And I think that's become kind of one of their favorite things. So, um, good stuff, Shelly. I look forward to more in the weeks to come. Thank you for your effort with us today. Thank you, Kevin. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Don't go away. of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule changing the world one life at a time i ran this by my doctor i always run it by her everything i take and i told her i've been taking this for a while is this is this okay to take she goes oh this is wonderful for you to take keep taking it she goes i approved this this is very good so she said yes this is one thing you can take that's very good I'm not going to stop taking out nature. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com. For a limited time this summer, get $25 off your first order as a preferred customer, plus a free fruits and veggies travel set with free shipping and our money back guarantee. 
That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code KMC. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. The summer of 2024 will mark the 80th anniversary of the liberation of Europe, D-Day. But what happened in the hours leading up to the invasion in London from Churchill and Eisenhower's perspective? How did the troops feel as they crossed the channel from Portsmouth to Normandy? And what was it like liberating the City of Light, Paris? We will retrace these steps in June of 2024, and on July 4th, stand in the American Cemetery and honor those who fell. Would you join us? We have only limited seats available. Kevin McCullough asking you to personally come. Colette handles the details, like flights, most meals, hotels, and local experiences. Your job is to just have the time of your life. So go to thatkevintour.com and check out the trip for yourself. thatkevintour.com thatkevintour.com or call 1-800-581-8942 or thatkevintour.com What you need to know when you need it. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. Okay, you've heard my thoughts on exactly what... um, well, you've heard some of my thoughts about what happened last night uh, in my conversation with uh, Kelsey Bowler as it pertains to the debate uh, and what we saw. I, I, I really do have very strong feelings about this, so strong that I think I want to come back to them to close out the show here. Because if if any of these people that were on the stage are going to be considered for the top job, for the job of president, they are going to have to put forward a more serious case than they have in the first two debates. And the first two debates have been just awful. Uh, they, they've really, it's just been embarrassing to see uh, how ill-prepared, a little bit out of touch, and um, just not ready for primetime that any of them are. And I know that that former Vice President Pence wants everyone to consider his multiple levels of service from Congress to governor to vice president. Um, but he's polling around four percent. Uh, in some places, he's slightly better, almost seven percent. You know, Nikki Haley came out of the first debate as the former governor of South Carolina. She's she's improved her standing considerably. And I think after last night, she took it up maybe one more notch. But she's the only one out of that group 
that I think at this moment would even be considered for uh, the, the, the vice president uh, position. I think Ron DeSantis would be a good vice president, and I think he could deserve to be asked. I don't know if the acrimony between he and former President Trump are is actually compatible. Uh, but politics has short memory. People forgive each other and they move on. Uh, we will see what happens. I, I do know this. I am concerned, and I said this in my discussion with Kelsey earlier. I'm concerned that we are not spending enough time talking about both issues that matter and issues that would drive people to the polls. We we have to talk about parental rights more. We have to talk about the left's determination to get your child, to reprogram your child, to keep your child from uh, being able to come under your influence if your influence uh, differs with what the left wants to see happen. The entire issue of, of transitioning kids, uh, it's very Marxist in its uh, roots. This is how the Soviet Union um, dealt with families. They, they divided children from parent, sometimes spouse from spouse. They didn't see the value in the family unit. We, we always have as a nation, and I think that's one of the reasons why uh, we've enjoyed God's blessing on some level. We followed his model for family, and on that level, it made sense, and we grew and prospered. But we're going to have to, we're going to have to have more discussions about kitchen table stuff. That is the economy, that is national security, but it is also uh, the condition of our families and what we can do to strengthen those. I think there's a lot more that needs to be said on that. All right, Kevin McCullough, have a great one. We'll be back tomorrow.